I think people forget that they are privileged because of the relationships that they actually have. And I see this so much. I'm going to give you a bit of an example with my own life. Um, And hopefully you'll see the power of relationships. Um, So when I was a, a teenager, I was like 19. Well, no, I actually was 21 years old, just finished university and engineering degree. Um, and I was, I went back to my, my hometown, Dryden, Ontario. It's a tiny little town um, in the middle of nowhere. If you've ever been there, it's four hours from any major city. It's got 6,000 people that live in it. Um, and um, just tiny. And I went to the, the best engineering school in the country at the time. Um, you know, pretty good student. And I to my resume, I was looking for a summer job. I wanted to spend time with my family before everything happened. So I spent the summer um, with living with my family at that moment. My my girlfriend at the time, who is now my wife, was there. Uh, and I just wanted to hang out there. So I sent my resume to all the different businesses that were there. I got nothing. Right? Nobody paid attention at all. Nobody cared about my resume. I was you know, like... Here's this, you know, engineering student. I had one person call me up and it was a local called car dealership there. They were just like, I wanted to bring you in. I don't want to hire you, but I just wanted to meet you because your resume was so stellar. And I was just blown away from what you're doing. It's like, the only thing I can offer you is to like wash cars. Um, and, and I was fine with that. I didn't really care. Um, but what ended up happening was that a few weeks later, right, I got nothing. Um, and, and I sent my, my dad worked at the local pulp and paper mill um, for years, 46 years. But he wasn't he was an extremely shy person. You would if you know him, he was if you knew him, he was just this really stand up person. Um that was always there, was very responsible. I get a lot of my traits from him in a lot of ways. But, um, you know, one thing, I am I'm still extremely shy today. I still don't like to talk to people, um, believe it or not. The only reason I'm forced myself, I, I'm naturally, very naturally an introvert. And he did not like to talk to people, um, even though, you know, people liked him. And I think if he said stuff, it would be okay, right? Like, I think it wasn't that it was, you know, what he said. He he wasn't not liked is what I'm saying, right? Like, a very likable person, but he just didn't talk. Didn't really do a lot of the sort of political relationship building stuff, but he was always there, right? Like, people knew that he would just show up and do things. Like, if anybody asked to do something, asked him, he would just do it. And uh, he never did, you know, never asked at all in terms of, you know, finding a job for me at the beginning. And my father-in-law, he's kind of a different person. Um, He passed away when I was younger as well. So uh, very much a different person, a lot more sort of chatty. Um, Everybody liked him as well. And he just was kind of kind of relationship building right like he was just kind of involved in different things he was uh you know a a manager in the the weight scales at the mill 
my dad was a, a manager or my dad wasn't a manager. He just, you know, worked in the mill operator. He was called an operator. So um, he, my father-in-law uh, knew somebody that had a fish camp and, you know, this is where people would come and they would fish for a bit um, for a week and, you know, they'd stay in a little cabin and they'd go fishing out and about. Um, and then I, the, the job that I eventually got through his personal connection was that I was just kind of like the Joe boy. I would do errands around, um, around the camp and, you know, just various different errands, running here, there, cleaning fish, you know, washing the boats. Um, I painted every single building, which I, I hate it. And I feel bad now because I sort of let that come through. Um, but, you know, all of, all of that position that I got, that opportunity to work, and I didn't get paid a heck of a lot, um, but I took that job because it was a great job. But the only reason I got that job, it wasn't because of the resume or anything like that that I actually had. It was because of the relationship that I actually developed with my father-in-law. Um, so, you know, the story is not quite done with this, right? So I had applied to, to the mill. They actually had a summer program for basically summer in, interns in the Palm Paper Mill. And I had heard nothing back. Um, and unbeknownst to me, my dad actually goes and talks to, this was much, much later because he's like, what the heck's going on here? Um, you know, this doesn't make any sense. I literally went to the top school in, in the country for chemical engineering because I wanted to work in the pulp and paper mill at the time. Um, so he goes and he, he goes up to the HR manager and talks to them. And, and lo and behold, this is, I had about a month left. They called me up, a month left my summer. They called me up and they said, oh, you know, we have a position for you. We forgot about you, basically. Now, looking back, I probably should have took that job, but I was very loyal um, and I didn't want to leave because the job actually paid a heck of a lot more and it was more suited to what I was doing, but I didn't want to leave my current employer, which was probably a mistake looking back, um, given was what my, my dad had reached out and done to me. But um, I wanted to point out that it had nothing to do with my resume, right? Like I, I was a good student. Um, you know, I had all of the check mark boxes off that I was, you know, a chemical engineer and, and all this kind of stuff. Like, but it had nothing to do with that. They did not care about that. What they cared about was the relationship that they actually had um, with my dad at the time who had worked at the mill and what mattered to get my job that that job in the summertime that I had as a sort of fish camp Joe boy um, was the fact that my, my father-in-law actually found that particular position. And it wasn't that I didn't try. I looked all over the place. I kind of went up and down every single place. If you knew who I was in the family that I grew up in, I applied literally everywhere and did everything I could possibly do, walked up and down, and there was nothing. Right. Um, so what I want to point out is that people forget 
how important and how privileged that they actually are to have relationships. And often it's these little relationships are the things that get you in the door and get you actually started. And I think about people that don't have these opportunities that get them started in various different ways. And there is a lot of people that are like that, right? So my dad was very much, he didn't want to play that game, right? He was not into that at all. But um, there are lots of people that just don't have that opportunity to be able to play that game. Their parents just don't come from you know, the right background or they're in the wrong town or any number of things or an immigrant or, you know, they're from an unrepresented group and they just don't get those relationships. And so I think the stronger thing that we have to battle is not necessarily um, that they don't, that they're not talented. People are not talented or you know, that they didn't go to the right schools or anything like that. But it's these relationships where it's just one little thing where people get you in the door. And what you don't realize, it's not the one relationship, right? It's not the one thing that matters, but it's over the course of a lifetime of people lobbying for you and getting you into different doors that actually matters, right? And we forget about these little tiny moments all along the way, I think about all the number of times that I was particularly my wife has sort of lobbied for my kids in various different ways of, of helping them out, right? Like of, hey, this teacher is not sort of working, jiving well. And so we contact, you know, the principal or whatever. And if you don't have those relationships, you don't have access to those individuals that are helping you out, you're essentially stranded and then you get passed by. And I think about that so much and how important it actually is in our lives to have people that are lobbying for you in various different ways. Um, and I think we need to be, A, very grateful for the opportunities that we actually get because I'm extremely fortunate at this moment to be um, you know, just, just alive. And not, um, you know, every day that I'm not sort of living on the street or in jail or, you know, just dead, um, you know, I'm thankful for all of that because of these opportunities that I've been given. But then on the other side, we have to think about how can we give more opportunities? And I know it's very hard to do. I'm very well aware of that because, you know, we can't give every opportunities to everybody because there's only so many sort of things, positions that go around. But I think we can be a little bit more open and give random opportunities every once in a while to individuals that you think are not, maybe not, maybe you, you think that, hey, it's below, you know, what you're doing is, is just not a good match, right? But you give those opportunities just to see what actually happens and sometimes and often people might surprise you. All right, take care and have a wonderful day.